Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. It is bigger than we imagine. I'm talking about Jesus after the resurrection. Those of us who believe in Jesus need to understand that the story of Jesus is bigger than we imagine. And today we are going to try and put some parts of it together. We want to understand and to honor the king for who he really is. Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, who was born on Christmas Day, he is large, he is awesome, he is mighty, he is bigger than we imagine. So he came back from the grave alive and immediately we realized that things were different. In Matthew 28, 18 to 20, we meet him and, and heard him say, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Mm. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That's authority speaking. But let me hurry and take you to Acts 1 and verse 9. Jesus had just told the people who came to see him departing one last time that the Holy Spirit is going to come and fill them with supernatural power to do what he told them in Matthew, to take the gospel all over the world. And then what happened? After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. This is what happened on earth right outside Jerusalem. Well, catch up with the story in Psalm 24. A shout went out from heaven. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, that the King of glory may come in. Heaven, you have all been waiting for this moment when Jesus, the Word, the Son of God, would return to heaven, but he is coming back triumphantly. So when the question was asked from the inside of the doors, who is this king of glory? Listen to the answer. The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Hmm. Jesus defeated Satan once and forever at Calvary, the greatest battle that was ever fought. And when he did, he took back the power from the devil and all his gang of demons who were behaving as if they were in charge. Colossians 2 and verse 15. The doors opened and Jesus marched into a thunder us heavenly applause and that was just the grand entrance he went straight to where god the father was seated on the throne the highest seat in the universe and without discussion jesus took up his seat at the right hand of god the father in the highest place in heaven ephesians 1 1 corinthians 15 that's it Oh no, my friend, by no stretch of the imagination, there is so much more. When Jesus sat down, where Jesus sat down in the highest heavens, immediately, immediately, all opposition, all forces which are against him, they were placed under his feet. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Remember when he said, 
all power is given unto me. They did not fully understand those words. But here the resurrected Jesus is sitting on the throne in majesty and, and splendor. And every demon spirit, every principality, every force of darkness, Satan and all, they immediately became his footstool. They are under his feet. But there is more so much more. Come with me to Philippians 2 verses 9 to 11. This is too much for me. I've got to share this with you. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven, of those on earth, and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Excuse me while I try to make sense of that. Jesus, the one who was crucified a few weeks ago down there on earth, has been transported into heaven with heavenly fanfare, and here he is, sitting on a throne beside God the Father. And the Father just did something that has never been done before. The Father gave him not just status, but authority. Authority that is reposed in his name. That at the name of Jesus, the most powerful name in the whole universe, that every living creature... Satan and demons and humans and angels and everybody, communists, folks who don't believe in Jesus, atheists, every created being will bow now or later and acknowledge that Jesus is number one. Let that sink in. Somebody just about now is asking, where is God the Holy Spirit? I'm going to answer your question because we need to understand that the Trinity, the Father, the Son of the Holy Spirit is an amazing force. Remember Jesus' last words before he was taken up into heaven in Acts chapter 1? Well, this is just a few earth days after the excitement rose to a level never be seen before. Ten days after Jesus left earth, the Holy Spirit arrived, and what an arrival it was! Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The church, my friend, was born in that moment. Remember Jesus said in Matthew 16 verse 18 that he was going to build his church upon the rock himself. That day, that day the church was founded by the Holy Spirit upon Jesus Christ the rock. So this is important. Jesus said that when this church is established, the gates of hell, the main opposition, shall not prevail against it. We need to understand understand that those who are under his feet, the principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and the whole anti-Jesus force, they cannot, I repeat, they cannot destroy the church, the bride of Christ, and you and I and 
Every born-again believer is a part of this church. Peter writes that we are living stones and we are built into a spiritual house to the glory of God. You need to understand that you are a part of this big, mighty kingdom of which Jesus is the king. I'm running out of time, so I've got to wrap it up. What is now going on? Here on earth, the church is marching forward. And every time somebody gets saved, wherever they are across this earth, they fall into place as a member of the church. And Satan is grossly upset. But it is the reality. The battle goes on, my friend, as we read of in Ephesians 6, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against all the evil forces in the heavenly realms. But always remember that Jesus said that the gates of hell cannot, will not, shall not prevail against it. And do you know that since he went back to heaven, he is actively engaged on our behalf? Romans 8 and verse 34 says, Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God. Listen to this. Who also makes intercession for us? <laughs> we will have to continue this another time. But I want you to get a full understanding that we are part of something big, something global, something beyond our imagination. So we ought to live with that knowledge that we are on the Lord's side, the greatest, mightiest, most auspicious army. We are on the Lord's side, and it only gets better. <laughs>